Good day, my name is Sky Matsuhashi and thank you so much for spending some study time with Smart Poker Study. Oh boy, this is going to be a good podcast because as a poker coach, my most important role for my students, it's being a leak finder and a leak fixer or leak plugger. Uh, it's my job basically to determine what mistakes my students are making that are costing them money, and then I give them strategies to fix those mistakes, to cut the losses, and of course, to increase the bottom line to make more money. In poker, just like in life, like I said in the last episode, number 399, about finding the fold, uh, a big blind saved is a big blind earned. So Every leak that a student plugs, it's a boost to their win rates and to their bankroll. So my mission for this podcast today, I'm going to give you eight costly and super common leaks. I'm going to give you a way or like strategies to fix those leaks. And I'm going to give you an action step for each and every single one to take starting today to address the leaks. Turn yourself into a more profitable, more winning, more uh, happy. You're going to enjoy poker so much more if you plug a lot of these leaks. So uh, let's get to it. Oh, before we do, actually, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 400. That is the show notes page for today. It's basically a transcript of everything I'm about to say to you. So you can listen and follow along right there. There is also a couple videos on that page for you to check out. So without further ado, let's do this. Gambate. What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole? All right, so here's what we're doing. I'm going to give you the name of the leak, then the symptoms for the leak, then the strategy to fix the leak, and then ultimately the action step for you to take starting tonight. Now, like I said, there's going to be eight leaks right here with eight action steps. What I would do if I were you is go to the show notes page, once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 400, find the leak that is most pressing, that thing that if you plugged that leak right now, it would be, it would uh, have the biggest impact on your game. It would move the needle the furthest on your poker journey. And then whatever that action step is, do it and then move on to the next and the next and the next after that. Okay, so leak number one is playing too tight or too loose. So some symptoms to help you know that you suffer from this leak, right? First off, you're overly tight and it makes opponents very easy to read you for strength and they fold against every one of your three bets and every one of your C bets and every one of your double barrels because they know that your bet or your raise means business. Maybe your stats like VPIP and PFR, they look like 10 slash 8 or 8 slash 7. Like it's so obvious for anybody paying attention that you hardly ever play any hand. Or on the opposite spectrum, maybe you're too loose. You get to showdown too often. You limp into pots. You call too much. You cold call three bets with Jack 10 suited. Stuff like that, right? Maybe your stats are incredibly fishy, like 36-10 or 42-8. So either way, too tight or too loose. Here is the fix for you. Start using pre-flop ranges like my KISS cash game ranges. When you use ranges, they have you playing a sensible number of hands that grows as position gets better, and they give you ranges for two betting, for calling two bets, for three betting as well as three bet bluffing, and then calling three bets after you open raise. Now, if you're too tight of a player, the KISS cash game ranges will have you opening up your ranges, especially in the cutoff and the button, the two best positions. It's also going to increase your three betting ranges because it gives you some three bet bluffing ranges as well. 
And if you're way too loose, well, this is going to constrict you as well because you're going to see in the ranges there are so many hands that you should not play at all for calling or for raising preflop. So when you're dealt one of those, you automatically fold. It's going to tighten up your game and help you to get to the flop more often with a mathematical advantage. So here's your action step. Get the Kiss Cash game ranges either from my preflop online poker book or go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 400 and write it right towards the top. You might have to scroll down a little bit. There's a little form to fill out. Join my mailing list and you will get the Kiss ranges for free. Then, of course, once you get the ranges, you know, you got to take action with them, right? So print them up and use them in-game for the next 5,000 hands or more. Get a feel for them, and if you enjoy them, keep on keeping on with them. If you don't, you can make changes to the ranges yourself. So leak number two is playing while exhausted. Now, here's uh, the symptoms for this one. Falling asleep at the tables, maybe a lack of concentration, robotic play because your mind is numb and you just can't think, or maybe you easily just succumb to distraction. Here's the fix, and I know you saw this coming. Get more rest! Life gets in the way of poker, and if you're not well-rested, how can you expect to play great poker? You gotta fit that sleep in! So here's your action step. Work backwards from your wake-up time to find out when you need to hit the hay. If you wake up at 6 a.m. and you know for you to function the best, you need seven and a half hours sleep, just 6 a.m. minus seven and a half hours means you need to be asleep by 10.30. What I recommend is turn off the phone, turn off the TV, get into bed by 10 o'clock with a good book, maybe post-flop online poker, for example. Start reading. Your mind will start to relax. Your body relaxes. You'll start to fall asleep. This is how I get to sleep within five minutes every night. Whatever book I'm reading, once I'm in bed, I cannot stay awake with it. So leak number three is playing distracted. The symptoms for this is you're on Twitter, you're on YouTube, you're watching ESPN, you're playing Candy Crush, right? You're distracted as you play. Not all of your attention is devoted to the task at hand, which is making great decisions in game. Because these things that you're doing, YouTube, ESPN, Candy Crush, they just pull your attention away from the game. Here's the fix. Get into the mindset of when it's time to play, It is time to play and turn off all the distractions before the session begins. And your action step. I want you to practice this for your next three sessions and see if you play better without any distractions going on. And of course, ask everyone in the house, wife, husband, kids, uncle, grandparents, whoever, ask them to leave you alone for the next bit so you can play in peace without any outside distractions. Leak number four is anger and tilt. Some symptoms for this, broken mouses, broken keyboards, broken computers even, right? Maybe you can't even start a session without feeling anger at the results from the last sessions, right? Maybe you end sessions really quickly within moments of just starting, or you just after you lose like uh, uh, your first big pot, no matter the size of the pot, you lose, boom, you just want to quit and stop playing right there. Or maybe you're just never playing your A game and you're only in C game mode because your mind is clouded with anger and tilt and uh, 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 whatever it is that's causing these mental game issues. Now here's the fix. I want you to start cataloging your tilt in your poker journal. So you're going to pay attention to your mental state as you play, before, during, and after your session. And this is critical. I want you to read... And put into action the things from Jared Tendler's book, 
the mental game of poker. I cannot recommend a better book to help you deal with all of your anger and your tilt issues. So here's the action step. Get the book, The Mental Game of Poker. But I don't want you to start reading from the beginning. No, no, no. I want you to take action on fixing your version of tilt right away. So skip straight to chapter five, which is called Tilt. And if I remember right, it's on page 71. Um, Find your version of tilt. Maybe it's um, revenge tilt or hate losing tilt, or maybe you're like me and it's entitlement tilt. Read the chapter and take notes on what you read. In the book, he's going to give you logic statements, and I want you to put the logic statements on a post-it note and attach it to the monitor. He's also going to give you some steps to take to help you uh, get beyond whatever this anger issue is or uh, tilty issue is for you, right? Once you've spent one week with your particular form of tilt, that chapter, go back and read the book from the beginning as you continue focusing on controlling your tilt. So I know I just gave you an action set for getting Jared Tendler's book, The Mental Game of Poker. But for further mental game help, I do have to recommend my own book, Post-Flop Online Poker. Um, When I originally wrote the book, I was going to make a whole domino, like three or four chapters long, all about the mental game. But I figured that a better way to do it would be to intersperse uh, mental game strategies throughout the book once every two chapters or so. So like, for example, uh, mindset moment number six is about training the skill of tilt control. And that comes directly between chapters nine and 10. And I give you four tips, four ways to work on training that skill of tilt control. So of course, Jared Tendler's book, but my my own book, Post-Flop Online Poker, will help you with mental game issues too, with all those mindset moments throughout. And uh, if you want to pick it up for yourself, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash poker. All one word post-flop online poker. And I have to thank these incredible poker peeps who recently bought post-flop online poker. So Nicholas Antonaropoulos, Axel, Mark Hall, Loro, Redman, Mark Duro, Mark Bremont, William Dalton, Mike Paquette, Hans Nordisgard, Maxime Decusel, David, Caesar De Silva, Ixel, Dane Dice, Dang Dung, Jeremy Perna, Daniel Scarvacci, Peg Speak, Robert Barron, Chris Pazdrag, Frank Friel, Sam G, John Walker, Keith Smith, Brian Garman, Todd Edmondson, Gianfranco Cutrizola, Indriana Rastandi, and Lee Trong Kwong. Thank you all so much. You went to smartpokerstudy.com slash postflop online poker. You saw all the different options for getting the book. You picked it up, and I thank you very much. Alrighty, let's get to leak number five, playing with scared money. Here's the symptoms. Sometimes the money that you have at risk, it gets in the way of making good decisions, especially those aggressive chip committing decisions. When you risk too much for just one tournament or one cash game, it can, depending on how you know how you are with money, it can preoccupy your mind. And maybe even though you know that the best play is to three-bet bluff right now, it's to double-barrel bluff, it's to check-raise on the turn, whatever it is, it's just difficult to make it because of the chips at risk. Here's the fix. Play within your bankroll. So you've got to set some limits for yourself. Like, for example, tournament players, your bankroll should be 100 times the buy-in that you play. Cash game players, 40 times the buy-in. So here's your action step. Calculate 
and play within the limits that I just mentioned. So if you're a tournament player, divide it by 100, and that's the highest buy-in you can play for tournaments. And recalculate it when you drop to 80 buy-ins for whatever level you're currently at now. Now, if you're a cash game player, divide your bankroll by 40, and that's the cash game level that you can play at. Recalculate it when you get to 35 buy-in. So when you get to 35, divide it again by 40. That should be your new level right there. Leak number six is calling on one street with no plan for future streets. So here's the symptom. You're on the flop, and you don't even consider that there's another street or that there's going to be future cards that can affect your hand strength or your perceived strength, right? You don't even consider your opponent. You don't think about their range, how it works with the board right now. You don't think about their future betting tendencies either. You're basically, oh, I have a pair or I have a draw. I'm going to call. Future be damned. Now, here's the fix for this. I want you to play some focus sessions where you deliberately decide why you're calling right now and make a plan for the next street. So play just two tables so that you can have the time to think through exactly why you're calling. If you're unsure, it's probably a better idea just to fold. But of course, any hands where you're unsure, tag those for later review to figure out what the best play would have been. And then here is your action step. For your next three play sessions, only click call after you say aloud your plan for the next street. Here's an example. If an ace or king comes, I'm check raise bluffing. But if I hit my straight, I'll donk bet for one third pot to elicit a raise. Anything else, I'm going to fold on the next street. And then after you're able to voice your plan like that, go ahead and click call. Leak number seven, one and done betting. Basically, never firing a second barrel. That is the symptom right there, right? You see bet the flop a lot, but you check the turn way too often. So you're a one and done see better. And what's bad about this is everyone calls your flop see bet just to bet when you check the turn. They know that you're one and done. They have such an easy opportunity to exploit you on the next street. Here's the fix. Before firing a flop C-bet, gauge how often you think the opponent is going to fold. If it's less than 50%, then before firing on the flop, gauge how often they'll fold if you barrel the turn. If they're not folding flop, but you think they fold on the turn, force yourself to fire the flop and the turn. That is your plan. If they're not folding on either street, it's probably best to not C-bet bluff the flop, but instead just value bet them with top pair or better. So here's the action step for you. Use your opponent's turn tendencies against them. If they fold a lot on the turn, go ahead and bluff the flop and the turn. That is a great plan against turn honest players. Now, if you have a value hand, uh, go ahead and value bet the flop, but maybe size it down a little bit on the turn, depending on the turn card that comes. Size it down because they often fold, but... Because they're folding, you actually want value, size it down to get them to call instead. And the final leak is snap calling or folding without thinking. So the symptoms are that you're just a robotic button clicker. You fold when a situation is too tough to think about. Maybe you don't have time to think, so you just ditch the hand as well. Or you have a draw, you have a pair. Ah, I'm going to call because I don't want to get bluffed. You're just not thinking about your opponent's range at all. So here's the fix. 
play less tables, and play with a strategy focus every single session. When you have a tough decision, there's a lot of money on the line or you don't know what to do, remove your hand from your mouse to allow your brain a little bit of space to think before you click any button. Try to consider more than just your whole cards and the board before you make a decision. Think about stack sizes, bet sizes, their range, future cards, the type of player you're up against, maybe table dynamics. All of those are important factors that are going to help you make better decisions. So here is the action step, and this is actually the best action step in this entire podcast. If this is the only thing that you take away, you're going to be playing so much better poker. I want you to write poker's ultimate question on a sticky note and attach it to your monitor. If you know what it is, shout it out right now. But here's poker's ultimate question. What's he doing this with? You want to ask it and answer it before any calling or folding or betting or raising decision. The answer will guide you to the correct decision. Thank you so much for listening, and your learning is not complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 400. All of the leaks, the fixes, and the action steps are listed there for you. You have to do one starting tonight. And if you want to work on your post-flop game and your mental game at the same time, post-flop online poker is the book you need. You can get it by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash post-flop online poker. That's one word, post-flop online poker. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be. <laughs>